0: You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial.
1: I would say that obviously the bill is a, the ERA bill specifically, is a very fundamental piece of the puzzle in trying to transition from our existing electricity market to a more competitive one. It is, like I say, one piece of it, um, and it sort of opens the door door to it. However, once this bill has been finalized and promulgated, I think that there will still be um, multiple steps that have to be taken to ultimately get to where we want to be. However, we can't get there until we actually see this bill through
2: and one of the things that you know has been said by by some who are watching this particular energy space they say that it's going to open up more opportunity and thus diversifying the market in order to also make sure that we do not find ourselves with one player and things are concentrated there and we find ourselves with so many of the challenges that we've been going through. And I wonder how far does it go to ensure that there is openness when it comes to the market in this, in, in this, in, um, you know, in the sector.
0: So
1: the bill is that I think that is ultimately its main focus. As I said, that it transition us from our existing, which is a historically a. A vertically integrated market to one that is more competitive. Mm. So, in terms of how it's always been structured, you've had ESCOM being in charge of, let's say, all three of the, let's say, units being generate or divisions rather: the generation, the transmission, and the distribution. So, what the bill will now do specifically is it will split these into three, and you'll have a transmission system operator so that will effectively be in char- Assume. A multiple functions to open up this market and ultimately regulate this competitive market so in this instance where you've ha- historically had ESCOM purchasing generating and distributing or transmitting power or in terms of the reap programs um purchasing it directly from the IPPs, you'll have essentially this transmission system operator that will function to and the most important part to function to operate this um trading platform that will be established it will also provide for other forms of transactions including regulated or bilateral transactions so it really does come to into play to establishing a system with multi-markets where there are various forms or places that consumers can essentially buy electricity from
2: Mm. and what happens then if the bills are not passed and the process has to start from scratch how much of a setback could this be
1: um, quite, quite a significant setback. So, I mean, it is a difficult question to answer because each bill—you would like to look at previous bills to see how how they can progress through parliament and to get it, to get sort of a sense of timing. But this bill, being so significant as it is, I mean, we've seen similar type of bills take years to get through the parliamentary process. Um, naturally, there's an incentive to to expedite this, but ultimately the prescribed constitutional legislative process needs needs to be adhered to so it has to go for for public participation it has to be all all the comments need to be deliberated on they need to be considered and incorporated so we can't skip this process but Mm. like you said if we don't get the bill to a certain stage um it will have to be revived and essentially the whole process of deliberating it in Parliament restarts. And like I just said, it's difficult to say exactly how long that's going to be. So the setback could be quite significant.
2: All right. Thank you so much, Alicia, for that. And she's counsel for environmental and regulatory law practice at Cliff Decker Hofmeyer Law Firm. So certainly public participation is quite crucial on this one.